uh, letting you break up in y'all phone again. This is In the Car with Joey Two Wallets. I'm on the 605 freeway at the moment. I'm about to hit the part where I get my traffic and, um, woo! I'ma put it this way. When y'all feel emotional about something, y'all ain't ashamed. I did not think I was gonna put out a podcast today and I was telling myself, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't really plan for this one, but then when you guys talked so much about it to me, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if y'all, I mean, y'all really want to know why the power rankings that I did for Sports Daddy TV is the way that I did it, I'm more than glad to explain myself. Y'all just think I'm just crazy throwing stuff out there. So that being said, all right, let me take a quick break, and then I'm literally gonna break this up and talk about each team as I viewed them, because I missed one game. So the other two teams that I didn't get to see are based on statistical category, not necessarily not necessarily where I viewed. So. If there's a tiny gap in my ranking system, I'm not going to apologize for it. It's still the way that I see it. I've seen every team play. I'll put it that way. The one game I missed was the St. Louis game. I do not have here who they played. Matter of fact, let me double check. I do have it here. It's just stuck in the numbers. Okay, hold on. St. Louis played... Sorry. Houston, right? So that was the one game I didn't get to see fully because I had to work. So like I said, I'm not going to apologize for working. I got to put food in my family's mouth and put food on the table just like y'all do. But I will be right back so we can get into this. All right, you guys. Um... And like I said, I am brutally honest, even when it comes to my own football teams, basketball teams, baseball teams, it don't matter. So that being said, coming into number eight on the power ranking, I have my NYG, my New York Guardians, all right? Hey, I still believe in the squad. It's not my fault. Two offensive linemen were hurt before the game and one got hurt during the game. We got hit all day long. Matt McGloin went complaining to the coaches, to the players. The people was asking him questions. He was not shy. So, we do the speculation. We're not sure who our starting quarterback is going to be. I think it should still be McGloin. But if they give Williams a chance, I'm not going to be mad. That being said, we are eighth in the league, okay, in offense. In two weeks, we have only combined for 363 yards of offense. But yet, we're one and one. Okay? The next team has more than 100 yards more than that. So, it's not it's not a fluke thing. And I don't even think it's a chemistry thing, honestly. I think it's a bad play calling thing. Uh... Our defense, 
We force turnovers, but we're not stopping anybody. We have allowed the most yards in the NFL. Just about, just about 800 yards of offense in two weeks. We have statistically the worst offense and the worst defense. And we didn't, we didn't, you know, I mean, if it was L.A. for the worst defense, I'd get it. Because L.A. lost their defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. Coming in at number seven. L.A. They have the seventh worst defense. They have next last worst defense in this league. Why? They just fired their defensive coordinator a week ago. Nobody could expect them to turn around that quickly. It's not any fault of theirs that they're, you know, down in the dumps. They just fired defense coordinator. They just got their starting quarterback back for their first game, even though they've played two games. Let's give them a chance to jail for a minute. Dang. So, again, I repeat, number eight is unfortunately my New York Guardians. Number seven is the Wildcats. Let's take a real quick break, a little pause, and I'm going to get into six and five. All right, I guess you'd like to mix it up there with the DJ and whatnot. It's all good, it's all good, it's all good. Anyway, uh, number five. I got Dallas, okay? I did not have a ranking the first week. The only reason why they came up in, at fifth, guess what? Their defense, not all that good. But the reason why they're not the bottom two, the offense, Landry Jones just came back. In the first half, they looked like everybody was turning off the TV. And in the second half, it was a memorable football game. Landry Jones showed up. Landry Jones has played one good quarter. I mean, one good half out of the one game he played. Let's let them develop. I think out of all the offensive lines, they might actually be the least talented, but may have actually the first or second most talented quarterback in this league. So that being said, they're coming in at five. They're not going to stay there. Quit tripping. All right. And at number six, okay. This is next to the worst offense in the league, which is Seattle. Isn't that funny? Seattle Seahawks, known for their defense, and got Russell Wilson. I believe it's, is it Shavers or is it Silvers? I believe it's Shavers. The quarterback for Seattle. I'm sorry for his name. I will get back to you later. I'll even do a, a player profile on you because you had one beautiful pass in a third quarter where you guys finally got on the board and it broke open the game for you guys. It was late in the third quarter too. The Vipers were doing everything in their life to try and survive. Okay. Oh, and going back to the 15, the reason why I don't have a lot to say about Dallas is just because... There really isn't a lot to say about Dallas. I honestly think that they're on an uptick. I need more information with Landry Jones on the field to see how they play. Everybody's saying, well, oh, the quarterback plays bad. No, it's not. It's the first couple of weeks of the season. Watch the first couple of weeks of the season in the NFL. The quarterback playing ain't that good either. And the defenses look like they're awesome all week one. Guess what? The same thing happened 
in the XFL. But when you're in week two, you start to see a little bit of a tendency. So guess what? Most aggressive defensive team. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're one of the most aggressive defensive teams. Seattle. And their offense just hasn't shown up yet. But I will say this much. It does look like they're going to have the best home field advantage. So they get a bump. The 12th man is alive and well in Seattle. For any of you Seattle fans, you guys are going to love this. You guys are going to love this. I can guarantee it. So their defense is ranked fourth in the league and their offense is seventh, which is next to last. They did score an offensive touchdown. All right, so Seattle and Dallas were five and six. Again, I'll take a very small pause, and then we'll get to the next two. All right, guys, I'm back. I wanted, I took a second because I wanted to, I really want to sell you on this one because it's funny, I, I got no heat for my number 14. I got no heat. But you guys want to complain. Some of you guys complained that the New York Guardians were on the bottom and I'm like, okay, you guys won the first game. You guys partied way too much and then it showed. Nobody was prepared for that football game. Kevin Gilbride even admitted that. So if you come in unprepared and you look like that, you're supposed to be high up in the rankings because you won the first week and not the second? If the New England Patriots showed up one week and they got dog walked by 50, they're not going to be the number one, number two, number three team. You guys are going to say something is wrong there. So, my New York Guardians got shut out and they're the worst team on the list. Now, somebody asked the question, but they didn't really, you know, trip on it. They said, how do you have teams that have won over teams that haven't won? And then somebody said, well, how do you have the Vipers over Seattle when they just beat Seattle? Well, it's very simple. Production. Just because they didn't win the game, if you saw the game... Vipers dominated that game for three quarters. If it wasn't for one good streaking pass from the flanker in the slot, we may actually be having a very different conversation. And I know that's not no, and this is not based on the if before you guys say, well, oh, this is crazy. No, this isn't crazy talk. The Vipers look horrible week one. Week two, they looked really good, and their starting quarterback didn't even play. They have the number one defense in the league. They have the number one defense in the league. Very well deservingly so. They blitz more than anybody. They get to the quarterback. I think they're second or third in the league. They're forcing a lot of turnovers. Jerry Glanville has put his hand stamp all over the defense on this team. And I think it might work out for Tressman 
if he stays off camera and then they if he stays off camera and then just lets Jerry Glanville work that in I think Jerry Glanville might actually be a better interviewer now the reason why that they stayed at four and they didn't go higher even though by the yards they had the third most offense and this isn't in garbage time in both games they were fighting to win the game at the end they just they start really slow in the first half and if I'm looking at all around the whole league the whole league is doing that guess why the 24 second clock is affecting the offenses more than the defenses right now it takes a longer time to get into rhythm when you only have 24 seconds to decide what you want to do based on what you've seen so this league offensively is going to be very very different than the NFL and I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet and then you know I'm hearing some of these clowns on TV talk about the XFL like oh okay well, what game did you watch oh I didn't well how are you how can you say anything about the XFL if you haven't watched not one game so for all of you knocking my power rankings that haven't watched the game go shoe shine your own shoes please because I really don't care these are for the people who are actually following, for somebody who actually might get it and understand it. I actually took time and put the numbers in. You know what I'm saying? So at number four, even though they're 0-2, the number one defense in the league, Tampa Bay Vipers, are at number four. And at number three, Houston Roughnecks. Now, I know some of you guys are going to say, well, wait, they're 2-0. and How are they not higher? Well... They have inconsistencies on the defensive side of the ball. They're second from last to the sixth ranked defense in this league, which means they're giving up points. They have giving up they have given up 41 points in two games. When the offenses are not really set yet. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but in a small league like this where every point matters and counts, it really matters. I believe the offense is very consistent, even though they're fifth in the league in yards. The first downs are low, which means that they have high big plays, which is exactly what they've been doing. They have big play capability. So that's how they came in at number three. And we'll do two and one next. Hey guys, I'm back. Coming in at number two is the Battlehawks from St. Louis. They haven't played at home yet, and they have the number one offense by the yards in the league. If I'm not mistaken, they're second and first downs as well. Uh, they score the ball. They're balanced on defense. They have, they're balanced on defense. Their quarterback is the best passer in the league by far. Uh, I can't, like, I... I vaguely remember him, but he's he's throwing darts, and he's the quarterback that seems very dialed in right now, so I mean there's not much you can say that they've compiled nearly 800 yards of offense and they have the third defense in the league, I mean, I mean there's not much more you can say about that, they're number two 
Yes, over the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks are sixth in the league in defense, but yet they're 2-0. Either something's going to give or something is about to give when it comes to the Roughnecks. I think the Roughnecks are primed to get upset this week, but I'm not going to get into that. That's the power ranking. And, of course, the number one is D.C. As by far the most balanced team in the league. They look great on both sides of the ball. Um, let me rephrase that. On defense, they look very great. They traded for one of the best talented linebackers in the league, who just happened to be in L.A. He got traded, played. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he had a combined like seven tackles. So their defense got better over one game. We'll see how I believe their defense will improve. Caudell Jones is making every throw and making it look easy at this point. Like he's just better than everybody else in this league. So far, he's the league MVP. League MVP on the best team. I mean, need I say more? That is the number one team in the XFL. And thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And that is the power rankings, y'all.